Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Gaze Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, would it be weird for a lizard folk to make a handbag out of their own shed skin? Yes, because you can't make a handbag out of shed skin. That's disgusting. Are you kidding? Well, like, crocodile scale. Okay, but the thing is, Derry, you dumb shit. When, oh? when, a, oh? when, a, when a lizard, when a reptile, sheds their skin... It's not an entire scale. It's just a layer of skin. Yeah, they kill the lizard to get the skin. You know that, right? Okay. Well, what if what if a, what if a lizard folk sheds his tail to make this like the handbag? Like, do you mean like a That's... gecko? Yeah, lizard folk can do that. Geckos don't have scales. Yeah, but lizard folk do. Very. Um. That's. N- you're no. you're all so focused on the how. You're not focused on the should day. No, they shouldn't. Why not? Well, I mean, okay, hold on. This is a, this is a, this is a question of, uh, what can you do with your body parts that are no longer your body parts but still belong to you? Like, if you lost a finger, yeah, sure, you could put it in a jar and embalm it and keep it for the rest of your life and maybe wear it on your neck. But are you going to? Are That'd you going rad. to though? I think that we all need to watch out. For when Derry snaps and becomes the next Tumblr drama. <laughs> Derry's gonna sell bones on the internet and be called out. Okay. Would we, before this gets into scary territory, would you like to play some Pathfinder? Sure. Yeah, probably. Sure. Okay, so, previously in Extinction Curse, you guys had found the Aaron Tower, um, a sandstone build that rose from the ground a star orbiting around it, giving life into the island of Aaron. Uh, reportedly, it is dying, and also, apparently, it's full of fucking dinosaur people. Um, you have been accosted by some dinosaur people, the Zulgat, also known as the Troglodytes, and uh, they're fucking dinosaurs, and uh, also some fucking uh, oozes. That was fun. The oozes are very hard to deal with. Yeah, the oozes yeah. were a nightmare. Um, you, you did get out, you did send someone through a time journey, Bill and Ted style. Um, that was and you did murder him. Part. Um, as you explored and put yourself into danger for no fucking reason, Volio, um, you <laughs> did discover Baleni, the beautiful yeah. woman that had basically manipulated, um, yes, right, tits. Big tits. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> tits, big and tits. Um, one thing you should remember her for. Titties. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but more importantly, she did also manipulate uh, Increasia Trendall, the uh, person who kind of calls a coup at the uh, Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, and uh, Nemia Bramblecloak, the halfling who murdered your ringmaster and is now, ah, oh, jeez, about it. <laughs> she talked a lot about wanting uh, to see your ambition go true, and when you were like, no, we're going to kill you, actually, uh, she revealed her truth nature, a succubus. Summoned by uh, the leader of the Zulgat here, some kind of like demonic priest by the name of Kavnakash, who is apparently straight up intent on destroying the Errant Orb, which I remind you, one is already on its way out, two is straight up like the only thing keeping the land alive. That's kind of fucked up. I think you guys are forgetting the most important thing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is somebody, Beleni, mm-hmm. and she is trying to one-up Rayari's sexiness. How <laughs> dare she? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Uh, everyone, let's roll some initiative. Okay. Uh, right. Actually, I choose no. I choose not to. <laughs> I wave, very sexy okay. I wave to everyone, and I'm like, have fun. Should be. Well, KK's laugh made me very scared. Did you roll KK? Twenty. Yeah. Oh, fucking Christ. Holy shit. Uh. Well, I rolled a thirteen. <laughs> okay. KK's defending my... anything to you. KK, Ariadna really wants to fucking kill this woman. Yeah. So, top of the order is Ariato. Ariato, you stare at this succubus demon with her pink skin and bright blue eyes and like curving horns as she unveils some beautiful bat wings and her full beautiful lips curl into the cruelest smile imaginable. Um, As you get close to her, you can feel your heart rate rising. She has a seductive presence. Any creature in the aura that could be sexually attracted to a succubus takes a minus two circumstance penalty to checks and DCs to oppose their spells, deception, diplomacy checks. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ariadne is a pansexual. Yes, she is. Your mind's telling you no, but your body. (laughs) So, you are on that 20, which is very scary. You have four actions. The fuck do you do? Well, incendiary aura. Okay, so you're going to cast that again? Yes. Okay, so to remind everyone, this is the curse banting. To also remind everyone, Ariato, you already have these visions. You have the minor curse for the rest of for the next eight hours. So something mm-hmm. else is going to start happening now. Uh, because you're moving That's up fine. from being a minor curse into a moderate curse. And while the moderate curse is bad for you, it's also bad for your enemy. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, so, Ariato, you spend how many actions casting Sendiora? Uh, it's two actions. Okay, well, as you cast this, suddenly the smoke and flickering visions of flame fill your senses completely, and harmless flickers of obscuring flames also fill your space. So, you see these, like, the silhouetted dinosaur monsters kind of, like, closing in, and they're much more real now. You can smell the scent of them as they kill each other senselessly. Although this should be a small space, Everything that is out of your range of vision seems to be this infinite chasm of senseless violence. And the flames which swirl around them are glowing brighter and obscuring it all further. 
So do you remember how Everyone Welsh was concealed from you while mm. you had this going on? Yeah. You are now concealed from them. <laughs> as you start to fade into the, the image of smoke and flame around you, you are becoming like the vision to them. In fact, even Royari and Volio, you can see Ariato's form shifting. She looks like she's being drawn on a high-budget anime effect of, like, you know, like, when a monster shows up and they've got, like, glowing eyes, but their body's, like, this shimmering pencil scratch? Mm-hmm. is starting to look like that. <laughs> you can't see the visions she's seeing, although you are starting to see smoke starting to rise everywhere, and she looks scary. Um, Royari says, Ariato, you look cool as shit. All other creatures and objects are concealed from you regardless of distance. Uh, so even the stuff beyond three feet now is now, like, it is, you can't see shit. That vision is all consuming. Um, yeah. But when you cast a fire spell, you no longer have to make that flat check to hit them. <laughs> you cannot see anything past 30 feet, but you can see her and your flames are growing wicked. And remember, Incendia Aura makes things very good at catching fire. That description oh, out of the way, the fuck do you do? Uh, the usual combo I do with this, produce flame. Oh god. Okay. So, Ariadne, you, after uh, starting this flickering flames all around you, you score up a huge ball of fire and start throwing at her. Make me an attack roll. 24. A 24 against her is just a hit. Very nice. Oh, um, thank goodness. So roll that damage. Nine fire damage. Okay. Uh, well, the flames immediately scorch into her and she like screeches out in pain as the fire like starts to consume her skin. Uh, she has caught fire. Yeah, um, how much persistent she... fire damage is that? Five persistent fire damage. Oh okay. Uh, she kind of stumbles back as the flames sear into her body, and as she kind of like grins at you, she says, "You don't, you don't seriously, seriously think this is going to stop, stop me, me, do you? I really, really hope you don't, because you are in for a nasty surprise." I just can't wait to see you burn. <laughs> okay. So, Ariado, is that your turn? Okay, um, it is Baleni's turn now. And uh, Baleni, she kind of like licks her lips, a forked tongue passing over her teeth. And she's uh, kind of like grins and says, why don't you come closer, my dear? And she starts to step towards you. With her next action, she's going to make a diplomacy check. Oh my God. And Ariato, that is a 28 against your will, DC. Uh, it's a success. Okay, not a crit success, but still a success. Yeah, you're... Her will's kind of busted. <laughs> yeah. So Ariato, she has just used her embrace. Um, and she's used her diplomacy instead of her athletics to grapple you. And instead of, like, pulling you into a hug or anything, you know, gross like that, she actually holds a hand out and she says, Come, Come to me and give and me your power. power. And as she does so... You feel yourself kind of, your knees wobble, and you feel like that lust for power that's hidden inside everyone's heart. The will to be a better performer than Victor Volcano, the will to be a better performer than anyone else, the will to be better than anyone else, it overcomes you and you float towards her like a moth in the flame. And unfortunately, she is now going to use her ability, Passionate Kiss. 
Oh no. Ma'am, I am 19. <laughs> Except instead of kissing you, she just kind of puts a hand to your cheeks and like holds your face and says, I see in you so much more than the others could ever imagine. Give in to your ambition and destroy those who would oppose you at my side. And as she's kind of holding you, Ariato, you feel your willpower shake and kind of drain into her fingers, into her body. And she lets her... With her fangs glistening a little brighter and her eyes sharpening a little bit. So uh, you take 10 damage as she starts draining your vital essence. And that she you see that she restores half of that, which is not great. On top of that, Ariato... You are drained one. When a creature successfully drains you of blood or life force like she is, you become less healthy. Drained always includes a value, you're drained one. You take a status penalty equal to your drained value on constitution-based checks such as fortitude saves, and you also lose a number of hit points equal to your level uh, times the train drain value. And your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. So you're what, level four? Uh, yes you lose an additional 4 HP, and that is from your max HP. And that will get worse if she continues to drain your life force like this, Ariato. Uh, you don't like that. Yeah, no, that's bad. You holding up okay? I have something for her, just in case she gets any funny ideas. Don't worry. <laughs> um, that is her turn. Uh, it's your fucking dog's turn. The blood wolf rushes forward and is going to go for uh, Royari. And uh, it snarls as it crashes through uh, the room, blood splattering from its uh, wicked hide as it comes closer. And it's going to make an aggressive rush. Uh, the Blood Wolf moves up to half its speed, and uh, it's going to make an intimidation check at you. So this is going to be a 10 total against your will, DC, Royari? Probably not, right? Absolutely not. Okay. Royari, you feel like a slight, like, movement mm -hmm. on your person when that happens? And you... Don't know exactly from what, but you feel like an energy surge through you for a second. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Anyway. Okay. That being said, it is now going to make a jaw strike. That's 23 against you. Yeah, that hit me. Okay, that's 10 piercing damage as it bites into you. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> and it's going to make a knockdown attack against you. Uh, that is going to be a 18 against your fortitude DC. No. Okay, it tries to knock you off your feet, but Royari, no way. You're standing up tall because holy shit, that thing is hurting Ariato. Volio, it is your turn. What do you do? You're at the back. You got your hammer out. There's a fucking scary demon lady who is draining Ariato's life force. There's a scary wolf. What do you do? I think I'm going to get this bitch off my friend. Okay, go for it. I want to straight up grab her and fling her across the room. <laughs> okay, so uh, you do you run up to her? Do you rage? Yes, I'm raging. Okay, silliness bounces through your body as you rush up to her and you... Get a 20? Unfortunately, that's not going to be a pass. You try to yank her off, but Ariato uh, like, is forced to cling on to her. And she turns and hisses over her shoulder and says, And what are you going to do to me, big boy? I think I've hit you across the room with a hammer instead. Okay. Uh, you got one last action. What are you going to do? Hit her. Okay. 26. That's going to be a 25 because you are enfeebled from the fucking bat shit that you fell in earlier. But you oh, know what? Oh yeah, the bat shit. I can't believe that. Is that is still the, a hit. I can't believe that the bat shit did that to you. Like, can't believe the bat shit has long-term effects. Oh, guano. <laughs> so, Volio, how much damage is that? 
Uh, that's nine bludgeoning, uh, and I'm shoving her off. Okay, you fucking, you need, you have to make another athletics roll with this, basically. If you want to shove her off with your hammer, uh, you won't do any damage, but you will fling her away. Yes, I would like to fling her away. Okay, Volio, you rip her out of, uh, Ariato's arms, and she shrieks as she goes flying. Um, and she kind of stumbles back as she hits the wall, and Ariato, you are now back in control of yourself. Um... Baleni hisses her wings flapping and says, And who are you to keep me away from what I want, clan man? I'm someone who, uh, respects boundaries, I think. <sighs> she kind of gets joke. to her feet and she's <laughs> fucking mad. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Uh, there's a wolf. Ariazu just got... Well, thank goodness that was stopped before it got any worse. Rory, uh, before doing anything, like, are you are you okay? Do, do do you need me to do anything before I kill? Uh, teach the bitch some boundaries. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and Rory, um, is going to um backflip away from the dog, um, and instead move over to where Baleni is. Okay. Um lands like on the bed on like with one with one foot like on the uh the headboard mm-hmm. and the other on the Very cushions cool. and they're like <laughs> fuck you um and uh, uh since he already has panache I'm going to pull out my rapier and use a finisher immediately. Or no, I'll use okay. panache. I'll use panache first. Um, okay. I'm rolling. It's a seventeen. So a seventeen is unfortunately a miss, and because it's not a finisher, you deal no damage as you swish at her once, and she backs away, her fangs bared. Um. All right. This is my second attack. That's a twenty. A twenty because she is cornered and flat-footed. Yes, that is a hit. Uh, that's four damage. Okay. Well, it's it, any damage is good damage. Don't um, be mean to me. I'm trying. <laughs> Royer, you feel that sensation pulsing again, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Harry does not know what's happening now. For a second, it feels like your heart is beating brighter, and you don't know how to explain that. Royer looks down at their heart, and they're like, mm-hmm. "There's a glow." Oh! <laughs> And we'll get back to that in a second. Ariato, you are a scary smoke monster, kind of. Not really, but you know what I mean. Uh, she just... She, that was bad. Bad fucking touch. Um, you can see her, but everything beyond uh, your 30-foot vision is just this nightmarish hell plane. Um, what do you do? She's just gonna step forward. Okay. Get closer, see her around the corner. Activate her jaws. Okay. Monstrous fangs burst from your face and... Uh, give her a taste of her own medicine. You're gonna go for the neck? Going for the neck. Go for it. I love Ariadna. Uh, that is a 22. A 22 is going to be hit. Roll damage. She is cornered right now. She is literally nowhere she can go. Uh, five damage. She can go to hell. Five back to me. Okay, so you do five damage to her, and she takes. Uh, you take five healing right back. 
as she kind of flinches and she's like, <laughs> Get away she's from me. Oh, she's also still in my incendiary aura. And she was on fire before, she, wasn't she? She was, and she's going to still take that damage. Or persistent fire damage. Yay! Uh, the flames scorch into her body as she kind of, like, hisses out. And nonetheless, her smile stays. And she's like, <laughs> you, you think this is anything to me? You're all fools. I'll show you the power of lust unbridled. I already have that. Um, you like doing this so badly? Then let me tear that pretty little throat. Um, and she is going to, uh, at you, Volio, um, she's going to make a diplomacy check and says, Oh, tall, dark, and handsome. Won't you come into my arms? And she's going to make a diplomacy check. The worst roll I can make, that is a natural one. Uh, well, Volio stares down at her and he says, I don't feel lust. And Volio, her eyes kind of widen and you see her like recoil in pain and scream for a second. And you see like that your words actually sent like physical pain through her body. She takes nine fucking damage. (laughs) Holy shit. For me saying that? She sees an ace person and starts crying because she can't have sex. Rejection vulnerability. As succubi are beings of pure lust, creatures that reject their lust can metaphysically harm them. When a succubus fails a diplomacy check to embrace a request, or when a creature succeeds at save against the succubus's mental spell or ability, the succubus takes 2d6 mental damage. And for one hour after causing mental damage to a succubus in this way, a creature can deal 2d6 mental damage to the succubus with a successful demoralize incorporating its rejection. Damn, bitch! Volio, you are the key. <laughs> Volio existing just hurts her. He's ace and gay. Literally, Volio, this is going to start fucking with her. <gasps> yes! Um, he's, he, he's like, you're gay? Uh-huh. She kind of like stumbles and is like, what? what? How? He's, uh, well, I'm not very interested in the physical aspect of relationships and also not in women. <laughs> <laughs> she hisses, and I think she's going to uh, kind of maneuver out of this corner. She's going to tumble through you guys. Uh, that is a 31 on you, Volio, so she super gets out of there. Um, 31, And she's yeah, going to make one last check as she kind of, like, glances at you, Ariato, and she makes another vampiric hiss as she lunges for you and slashes at you. That is going to be a 19 to hit. So it does hit because she didn't do her usual shield. However, it's slashing damage. Yes, that's right. Reaction, blood vendetta. Oh my Uh-oh. god! <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Will save. I appear to be in quite a bit of bother. <laughs> Give bit. me a will save. Um, that's a 19. Against my... Oh, oh, you were one off. Oh, you were no. one off. <laughs> I am going to use... My villain point. You. That is going to be now a 22. All right. Uh, you succeed and you take half the persistent bleed damage. Okay. 
Um, so Ariato, as you, as she slashes into you and you use your blood vendetta, we didn't do, uh, we didn't do this one in a while. Um, as you start casting right back into her, you see her flinch, but that anger in her eyes coalesces into pure fury and she resists what you're doing to her. And Ariato, seeing that happen to her makes you just as mad. You gain a hero point. <laughs> um, uh, this is so fun putting damage over time stuff on people. Uh-huh. So she is, what, bleeding? Yeah, she's bleeding. Okay, so this is half the damage, so that would be how much? Uh, three, four damage? It's a seven, so, uh... Okay, so that's a, uh, that'd be four damage. So okay. she does take four damage, but as she slashes into you with her demonic claw, it has to make a check against your concealed, and that is a nine, so she does hit you. Mm-hmm. She has a one in four chance of completely straight up not hitting you like this. Um, cool. <laughs> but she does. That's going to be 12 slashing and evil damage. Very cannibal. Go ahead, hurt me more. I can make you bleed. Uh, now, like, gashes, all, like, she looks down and there's a gash on her chest as well from her own claws, and she, like, snarls, and you can see that that she is filled with righteous indignation. It says, You petty mortals don't even know what you're dealing with. I am Baleni, corrupter of hearts and ruiner of love. Well, you've, you've uh, got one thing right. You are a ruiner of love. Yeah. Um, okay. It is uh, the wolf's turn. The uh, blood wolf lets out like a snarl and uh, it's going to um, attack you, uh, Ariado, as a 26 to hit. It's... Okay, that is uh, six piercing damage. Uh, I already used my reaction, so I can't do that anymore. Okay. The next one is an 18 to hit. That is my AC. Okay, that is going to be uh, three piercing damage. Okay. And lastly, it tries to knock you down as a nine against your 42 DC. Uh, 42 DC? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, that is its turn. Volu is your turn. Um, you can make intimidate checks to straight up cause her damage now. I kind of want to do that. Go um, for it. Kill her with fear. Okay, so, uh, Volio, do you want to make an intimidate check? I would love to. Um, here we go. 16. Um, a 16 against her is going to be a fail unless you use a, four, uh, a hero point. I use a hero point. Okay, go for it. 18. Yeah, okay. That's going to be, that's going to work. Uh, that's 2d6 damage to her. Sickening. Roll me, roll me that 2d6. 11. Damn, bitch. That bit of a creep, you know. I mean, usually I'm the creep, but uh, you're actually genuinely fucking creepy. <laughs> you're fucking going for her. She shrieks out in pain as she kind of clutches her head and stumbles back, her body warping for a second. She really didn't like that. And she kind of like stumbles back and she uh, shrieks and says, Love me! <laughs> Why won't you love me? Ew. You're a little desperate. <laughs> Not into women. What part of that didn't you understand? You have two actions left. What do you do? Um, he uses his uh, last two actions to 
I don't just smack her up. Just smack her from both sides. Okay. Two attacks. Uh, one one on the left side, one on the, one on the right. Smack around. Okay. 29. Oh shit, that's a hit. Uh, that one is seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, you smack her good and she lets her scream as it hits her and you can see she's slowly growing more and more frustrated. Ooh, and the second one's a ten. Not so much. That's a crit fail, I'm afraid. Here we are. Well, Among you, friends. you were looking for it. I was looking for it. You turn right back into a mouse. No! Oh man, who's gonna get sent into time space again? Volio, <laughs> um, Volio's like bad mouthing her as he hits her, and then he just pops into another fucking dimension. Volio, uh, you get. Tell me, tell me, tell me! I'm excited. Magical smackdown. <gasps> um, so Volio, you your magic kind of like flickers and falters, and uh, it starts like you just feel like your power slam down. The next time you have to make a saving throw against a magic effect, you don't roll, you straight up fail. Damn, shit. Um, and that's going to last for, like, not life, but, like, until it next happens. Oh, that fucking sucks. Okay. Uh, yeah, you feel, like, this electric charge pulling through you, and it's all tingly and tickly, and you don't like that. Um, that being said, is that is your turn, right? Yes, that is okay. my turn. Royari, it is your turn. Um, fuck. What do you do? She is over there. There's a glowing light on your chest, mm-hmm. uh, like beneath your shirt. What do you do? Um, I think the thing is, is that it's not like beneath their shirt. Their shirt's like open. It's glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, like like their chest is glowing. Then. Um, well, you look down, and it isn't actually your heart. It's not your skin that's glowing. Although when you were panicking looking down, it certainly looked like it. It's actually the thing holding your cloak together. Oh, okay. That relic. Oh my god, you work. Uh, okay. Uh, the Eye of Essence. It seems to have chosen to wake up now. After doing absolutely nothing for you in the past, almost like it was waiting for you to test yourself, it has finally judged you as worthy. And now it has activated its Heaven's Grace. The Heavens protect you from harm. While wearing this relic, you gain a plus one status bonus against attacks by fiends and resistance to an energy type corresponding to the relic's celestial origin. In this case, fire. Okay. So you are now protected by Heaven's power against this creature. Fuck yeah! Um, And it is glowing. You have three actions. What do you do? Uh, Rayari, um, is going to look at Beleni, um, and, uh, says, instead of looking at the gay clown and my darling sweet Ariado, you should look away from them and to me, darling. Um. Do you want to make a diplomacy check against her? And I'll count that as the thing. But, uh, not your bun mo, but as the thing that does damage and maybe to give you panache. Uh, sure. Okay, go for it. 17. Uh, unfortunately, that's not going to be a pass unless you'd like to use a hero point. Uh, I haven't used a hero point yet, right? No, no you haven't. I'm going to roll, lads. Do it, king. 
Hog champ in the chat. Hog. Alright, that's a 17 plus 11. That's a 28. That's gonna pass. Um, okay. In fact, no, that's a straight up a crit. Mm-hmm. Royari, uh, she takes 46 mental damage as she shrieks in anguish that how could how could this happen? How could someone resist her? That's 13 damage. And you have panache. Two actions left. What do you do? Um, Rayari is gonna do um, a cool flip on off of bed and at okay. Valeni, and then um, lands and is going to use a finisher. Go for it. Uh, that is a twenty-four. A 24 is a hit. Roll damage. Fuck yeah. Seven. Okay, that's seven piercing damage as you stab into her, and she is not looking well at all. I think Um, you need to learn to handle rejection. (sighs) You can see, like, the blood oozing down her body as she burns. Um, She is not doing great at all. That's not a good look. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. She is doing bad. What do you do? Well, she's about to do worse. Okay, go for it. Should we, how bad is she looking? Very. Last leg's bad, or...? Last leg's bad. Cool. You can see, like, she has lost all her flirty self from before. Uh, she's now just hissing like an animal. Let's add to that. (laughs) Okay. Give me a will save. Okay, her will save is not doing great right now. That is going to be... Uh, that is an 18. No. Frightened one. Oh, Actually, no, no. wait. She hmm? failed this. Frightened two. Oh, no. Fear surges through her body, and uh, her AC drops substantially. Um, she is hissing and, like, almost dropping to her legs. Uh, she looks like she's ready to fucking dip. And, Ariato, you know enough about demons to know that more sophisticated ones tend to have the ability to use Dimension Door and teleport out of places. Well, I mean, before she could do that, Ariato's gonna fucking... 27 to bite. That's gonna be a hit roll damage. Uh, 9 damage and six, uh, 6 up to me. Okay, she isn't dead. Oh, but wait. <laughs> uh huh. I have, I have oh, dots no. on her, Derry. <laughs> she does have dots on her. Um, so Ariato, as she's screaming, what happens? She burns, taking four <gasps> percent of fire damage. And the bleeding? And she bleeds, and takes four persistent blood damage. I. Ariato, as you bite into her, she stumbles back, screaming, looking less and less like a human and more like a malformed bat. Her eyes, like, are bulging. Her fangs are sharp. Her nose is, like, shriveled upwards, kind of like a Voldemort look. And she hisses and says, No, 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 this isn't fair. I'm Baleni, the beautiful, the wonderful, the amazing. This this isn't fair. And she kind of, like, stumbles her flesh bubbling as she drops to her knees. Um, the fire is coursing through her, and you can see she's, like, literally just a moment away from just fucking dying. What do you say to her? Desperation's not a good look for anyone, honey. 
Try with another group. She kicks her back. She stares at you, and that last rejection, that last I'm not even going to give you disattention, is enough. Her eyes pale over, and Baleni de Succubus falls to the floor, dead. The blood wolf is still there, but I think as soon as it sees its mistress falling, it's like, nope, and it just fucking rushes off. Farewell. Well, that was wholly unpleasant. You guys have mm-hmm. successfully killed the succubus who ultimately led to your ringmaster being killed. Vengeance got him. We did it! Yay! Ariana, were you okay? I I saw her come after doing? you, and I got really angry, and I just went to attack. But I I just wanted to make sure that you were feeling all right. Uh, yeah, anything? I, I am okay. I'm okay. As long as it can make her feel so much pain before she dies, I'm good. Well, well you, you made her feel dead. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's currently dead. So I think Gone that forever. I think that that is good. See, See? now, now we I'm have the knows. proof. Well, <laughs> kind of peeks up from Volio's bag where he's nestling some eggs. Where did this? <laughs> oh, I forgot about the. I thought he laid eggs for a second. <laughs> Oddbody does not have the means to lay eggs. I think he also produces asexually. That, like, do do you mean like, like you cut him in half and then they popped out from Ozanaza, already uh, fully grown, I believe. That is, uh, what is he, you know? What else is here that uh, we need to (gasps) find out about? I see that Bolio has chosen to ignore my questions. Um, Ariado, you're still stuck in demon land, I will point out. You're going to need ten minutes. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> she stops both of them. She's like, uh, is it okay if I, like, sit down for a second as she sits on the floor? Uh, well, you've oh, had yes. the, there's a bed here. Are you okay? So are there any uh, cushions unless you prefer the hard, cold ground? Okay, uh, Volio, I understand you that. are... You know the thing that kids do where they, like, lay down on the floor and then move themselves with their legs? Yes. Yeah. She Go. does that towards the bed, and then she climbs on the bed. You know, I fucking <laughs> <Okay>. love her. Hey, <laughs> okay. uh, Rayari sort of pushes Bolio's body away. <laughs> she takes it to the corner. She's like, "I'm going to take her over here," and like moves her into the office area in this room. <laughs> back and is like, "Okay, we don't have to deal with a dead body anymore." That's good. <laughs> well, take, take your time. If you need to take a little nap, like ten minutes. Of course, yes, ten yes. minutes. No, of course. Volio, I think you being ace and gay actually killed. Was like, I think that hurt her feelings so much. I am so glad. It was really, really funny. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so, if you would like. Uh, Ariata, while you are refocusing, uh, Royari and Volio, you two can loot this place if you'd like to make a perception Ooh, check. And absolutely. Find stuff. Roy, uh, I think that they're talking, and then Royari sniffs the air and is like, There's treasure in here somewhere. <sighs> Show it to me. Where is it? Uh, and then um, they're going to look around. Numerous plundered luxuries. Um, Ooh. Elegant clothing worth about 16 gold in her wardrobe. 
six silk pillows, worth about two gold each, mm. and a golden statuette of a flying fish, worth about eleven gold. There's the audience, four... this would look so good in your trailer. You are correct! <laughs> I'm uh, taking there's... everything. There's four matching crystal vials in a velvet-lined case, which are worth about four gold each. Awesome. Two vials hold strong spirits. One holds a dose of belladonna, and a fourth holds a lesser elixir of life. Cool. And also very good. And hanging... What's belladonna? That's Uh, a poison. poison. What's poison? Belladonna's a poison. Deadly nightshade. Oh, yeah, that's the name of it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Bitch. Um, and lastly, hanging above the desk is a demon mask, resembling the scowling face of Baleni herself. Ryari puts it on and is like, look, I'm ugly. <laughs> um, this might actually be something Ariato likes. This terrifying mask is crafted in the uh, face of a leering demon and grants a plus one to intimidation checks. Ooh. And once per day, it lets you cast fear. Oh my god. <gasps> Without that is using so a spell slot. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like the succubus mask, Ariato? Yes! It's, it's kind of carved in a very stylistic way. You can tell it's meant to be Baleni, but like, hey, to the victor go to spoils, right? I take your life and I take your face. <laughs> yeah. You can probably, you can, you probably use your pyrography on this later. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's gonna, she's gonna fucking deface it to make it look even more horrible. I love or that. Or in Delaney's case, probably a lot better. Hey, it's true. Um, so, how much does Elixir yeah. of Life give you, the lesser one? Do you want to drink that Elixir of Life? Um, yes. Uh, so it is a lesser one, so it's three six plus six. Three d six plus six. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's a lot. Uh, 17 plus 17. Um, Ryari's like, okay, I'm feeling a little better after that bullshit. Oh, much better. Ariato, by now, your visions have kind of stopped being so nightmarish. You know, like, you can still see, like, the fire off, sh- like, the shimmering shapes of creatures in the smoke, but they aren't, like, present silhouettes, if that makes sense. They've mm. gone from being, like, physically there to just, like, shadows. You know what I mean? Okay. Dancing in the smoke. There's no more fire in your vision anymore. It's just smoke. Okay, cool. You guys come um, back and Ariato's uh, spooning a pillow. Are you okay? Is everything... You, is, your, are you, is your... Is everything calmed down a bit? I'm good. I'm just comfortable. <laughs> you Look at this mask we found. It's for you. Oh, oh, oh. It scares the shit out of people, I think. Perfect. Um, Rory hands it over and is like, and I'm taking her pillows! (laughs) (laughs) Ariado gives gives over the one that she was spooning. (laughs) Uh, Rory has stuffed them into a bag somehow. Okay. (laughs) There's a Um, comically large bag they're carrying. Yes? As this conversation is happening, Volio, you kind of see something. A notebook. A notebook? Written in sickeningly pink ink. It's clearly Baleni's. <gasps> her diary! You found her diary! I did! Let's read it! Oh. 
Volio, you skim through it. Um, it's written in common, thankfully, and what you kind of make out is it's a lot of it her what she's experienced since coming to the material plane summoned by this Kavnakash guy. Mm-hmm. And it seems to it gives you some stuff about him, first off. Uh, right. According to this, uh, she's it, a lot of speculation on her part. Um, so you kind of read it, and uh, what it says is, Master Kavnakash summoned me from the abyss to aid him in his uh, task. The task, from what I can tell, is to destroy the Aeon Orb. It is a task that Kavnakash has taken to with full duty and fury and fervor of impressing his master. I have been able to extract information uh, on Kavnakash. While he did not realize what he was telling me, I have been able to piece together his history. Kavnakash appears to be a brutish priest dedicated to destruction as much as he is to Zivgavzeb, the demon lord of caverns and reptiles. The less said about childhood and adolescence of Zulgat, the better. Suffice it is to say, Kavnakash lived in a fetid, stinking cave in the Darklands for years, feasting on the flesh and blood of his kin. He survived only because he was fiercer than his rivals and better able to withstand pain and hardship. As he triumphed over his clutchmates, Kavnakash sacrificed them each to the demon lords of Gavizeb, the glutton in the dark, and in, his, uh, in this way established himself as a self-appointed priest. By virtue of his strength and aggression, he attracted followers willing to serve him in exchange for his protection, and after subjugating these followers to his will, Kavnakash received a divine magic, the sanction of his deific master. It would appear that dominating lesser Zulgats wasn't enough for the power-hungry Kavnakash, though, and the priest began to reach it uh, out across the plains to call for demonic allies. By a combination of domineering personality and utter fatens of Gavizeb, Kavnakash became a talented and successful demon binder. With his allied demons and a massive stone maul enchanted by a human wizard, ostensibly in exchange for the wizard's life, although presumably Kavnakash ate him anyway. Kavnakash soon ruled a sizable tribe of Zulgats, the ones which came to him here. From what I can tell, however, he came to the attention of a higher priest, one that the others called Deep Mount Everhunger, who sought him out. Kavnakash could do little other than marvel at this mighty priest who claimed the full measure of his demon lord's power. So when Everhunger sought loyal adherence for missions of destruction, Kavnakash practically begged to be included in his crusade. Kavnakash and this man seem to be enough in fate uh, and temperament that it would seem that his leader, as he so often refers to him, the glorious leader, is cautious of him. From what I can tell, Kavnakash knows very little about his role in destroying this war. I myself have suggested that perhaps we keep it and see what we can do with it, but his loyalty to Deep Mount Everhunger is blinding. I know very little about the rest of this journey, only that his three lieutenants, the dinosaur master Golgokan, 
his mate, the stealthy Lakai Wonfang, and the scared veteran Asagat have significant day-to-day -day authority, while he stays up top trying to destroy the orb. I don't know where they came from, although I believe they may have been from an this their previous site may have been how they got to the Isle of Kortos. A place called Moonstone Temple in the city of Eskadar. Moonstone Temple isn't likely a church of Zagavizeb, rather a co-opted temple once dedicated to some other deity, I would assume. Which brings us to the present. Kavnakash intends on destroying the Aeon Orb. Unfortunately, Kavnakash, while his strength is certainly significant, and he was able to ground his own following of cultists before he was pulled into this mighty crusade, I don't believe he is intelligent enough to do what he is doing. On the lofty platform atop the tower, it appears that he is becoming more desperate and discouraged. One can't simply smash an ancient relic with a maul, and his more complex alternatives all seem futile. He enlisted me in helping, but I don't believe his ambition is enough. The man seems content to serve his glorious leader until the day he dies. And while he's deflected most of my questions, I was able to put together what I have written here. And now I grow bored. He isn't going to succeed, he isn't smart enough to succeed, and he isn't ambitious enough to succeed. Perhaps if he wanted to use its power himself, he would get some results. But for now, he slaves away tiredly trying to find a way to destroy this power, and when it goes, so too shall all life on this island. <sighs> a pity. I suppose I will simply have to make some fun for myself. It appears there is a hermitage of druids not far from here. I wonder how far I can push their ambition. Only time can tell. And I have time to burn. I need you to know that Volio has been reading out this this entire time and uh, uh, it, acting as if he was Valeni. Aka, like trying to be sexy, but in, like a funny way. Uh, except he, when it got to the more serious part, he did uh, read it seriously. Yeah, there was a few serious parts in there, which all like there was some stuff in there. You're like, Ooh. Whatever, yeah. When it got to that, whatever, Volio was like, Ooh. whenever Royari, whenever uh, Volio was trying to be sexy, uh, Royari would yell, "Lose, lose the pants." <laughs> um. um <laughs> Regardless, fucked up. Okay, uh, we so, have that information. Yeah, discuss. There's some stuff in there. For example, Zevgavizab. He's trying to... He's trying to destroy the Aeon Orb. Well, sounds like I was right about the deity. I hate that I was right about the deity. Uh, yeah, well, you had ne none of you had ever heard that name before, especially not you, Ariato. Rayari looks and is like, maybe it was a sign from your... You are she a prophet. Has to talk to me. Oh, uh, what? Listen. Oh, listen, shit. Listen, Ariato. I think we should keep 
I think we should be positive instead of thinking about the more negative ones. Okay, for now. I understand. I understand that, but at the same time, the, the first time that I heard about Nocticula was when she was an assassin demon lord, and then afterwards when her followers, or when uh, people who like, paid attention to her were like, she talked to them and said, oh yeah, I'm go- by the way, I'm good. Uh, well, she is uh, good now, right? She, her yes, sort of she, yes, she is. She is now called the Redemption Queen. Um, I love her. It, after that, though, <laughs> if Baloney is correct in assuming that this priest is uh, a moron, then our fears are not completely, you know. Yeah, they're trying to destroy this entire like island system? Like... Yes. Uh, the entire which we should find island. them. Uh, we should find them, of course, very fast, but if they are stupid, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, me too. Thanks, fair. Unless Beleni is uh, also too fucking stupid. <laughs> well, clearly she was, but... There's always the chance it's all stupid. Hopefully. Hopefully. Ugh. Um, I will also point out, she mentioned that they got into this, like, they came here from the Moonstone Temple in mm-hmm. Eskadar, which is where you guys spend a lot of your life uh, in the Celestial Menagerie. So they were in Eskadar before this? Mm-hmm. It seems so. I... Hmm. Um, I mean, well, I've never seen them in Eskadar, and I grew up there. Did you know that, uh, were you aware of any abandoned temples there? I mean, yeah, there were a bunch. Mm. It's, well, I mean, the whole, the Aridin thing. And he yes, yes. died, and you said that you fucking you saw that, that happen. Um, I'd love to know more about that. Um. Good luck. I, I ask you and you never answer. Um, um, and Raya's like, just an abandoned temple. I'd love to know if we could find out which one, but. That would be good because we would be able to see what they were doing there. Okay, trip also, back to my hometown. <laughs> it would waste time here, though. Yeah. Well. Aren't we in dusk lights? During our time there too. Were we? Yes. Yeah. Uh yes. Okay. Well hopefully she's not there anymore. Well hopefully. Her lackeys are here, hopefully. And her lackeys seem to say that they were taking their show on the road, but they were still based in Eskadar. If we have to deal with Mr. Stusklight one more time after we specifically left to get away from that asshole... <sighs> it won't be pleasant, but... If it happens, it happens. You know yes. what? We are cooler now than we were there, and we have our own circus, so she can't do any weird bullshit trying to be an asshole anymore. Well, she could try, but 
That doesn't mean she's going to succeed. She's going to try. She will try. Uh, but you know Regardless, what? Regardless, uh, if if we must go back there to Tilfisats, that is what we must do. But for now, we need to find this. Kevin Akash. Well, you're not going to find him in here. No. Uh, she says that uh, he was watching us, yes? Yep. Well, uh, he at least knows you're here now. Yeah. Uh, Blue cruises through and he's like, Well, if you're still listening, they're coming to get you! And he uh, starts uh, walking out of the room. Uh, Rayari picks up uh, any last valuables and is like, Ariado, shall we? And holds out a hand. Okay. He takes the hand and walks over. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that goddamn dinosaur. <laughs> Ariato, as the others leave, you're left there for a moment, standing over Beleni's corpse. She feels almost no pity. Almost? Uh. <laughs> listen. People could always be better. Maybe, and again, she's not she... entirely people, so... She's not people. She's a manifestation of evil. Yep. Anyway, uh, do you <laughs> follow the others out? Yep. You walk out okay. and you see and you see uh, Rayari being like, Volio, look what I can do! And they and, and they do like backflips over here. Wow! Oh, you are so talented! <laughs> Praise um, me more, I love it. And now I'm going to roll a D. Oh, that's a 10. Oh no! What do you mean, oh no? no. <laughs> Something starts to happen. Oh god. So, so bitch. far, a lot of what's been happening in the tower has been pretty mundane. Everyone make me a reflex save, because something is happening. It's an earthquake, guys. Uh, We're all gonna die, this is the big one. Put your California knowledge to, to its test. Get to a door frame. S sit uh, under your 19. desk. It's a 20 as Rayari moves to the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> Volio? 21. Okay, so the tower begins to shake and spasm, and you're like, oh shit, earthquake. Mm -hmm. And then something happens. You see cracks forming between, like, the pavements, and magma fucking spews out! What? Sorry? A volcanic eruption happens beneath your feet. I... Um, so you guys are going to still take some damage. This is going to be 2d6 bludgeoning damage instead of 4d6 fire damage from falling into actual magma because the tower starts to shake and tremble. That's going to be a total of 7 damage each. Ouch. I Ow. just healed, assholes. <laughs> um... The magma almost instantly cools over a few seconds later, and now it's just kind of there, clumping up on the floor. Whatever Kavnikash is doing, it is getting more and more dangerous. You do not have time to fuck around anymore. Uh, Ariana's gonna fucking drink a potion first, Jesus fuck. Rayari looks at the others and is like, uh, shall we find the asshole? Yes, we shall. Uh, one moment. As uh, 15 plus, what is it? Plus, oh, okay, plus 20. She, am I still drained? You are still drained, and that will last until you fall asleep. So you have nine less HP than normal. Wait, no, 
Six. You have uh, four. Or four. Four. Yeah. You have four HP less than normal for your max. Can't wait for Kavnakash to cast a spell on Volio, and I can't save against it. Okay. All right. I'm good now. Let's go. Oh, yes. Uh... So uh, you guys start to make your way through here. Um, you can see that this was a tower-wide eruption. Jesus. Magma has cooled into basalt everywhere. Um, it's already starting to like slowly turn into like black sand. But like, fuck. What is he doing up there? Jesus Christ. Uh, evil and fucked up magic, probably. Ugh. He is trying to break the ironstone. Oh. I know, but is he trying to... Hush. Take it off with a uh, pickaxe or a hammer or something? Jesus. You start, he, you start smelling Grab something Zeriana. and you start hearing something. Oh, Rari hears son them of a bitch. doing stuff and he goes, Hush! I see, I see one of those bastards. Uh, you all kind of... I saw... You all jump around the corner because you do hear something and you kind of peek out and you notice creatures. Um... Not this creatures. La- yeah, this large rectangular room has an arc of faintly glowing runes on the floor to the northwest. The east side of the room contains a battered Zulgat corpse slumped against a wall. It looks like it's been extremely badly damaged, like its fucking neck snapped in several places. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. Mm. Like, holy shit, hurt. Um, and you see standing with, like, look, kind of looking at each other, uh, you see they're, like, kind of brushing lava off themselves. They've been badly hurt already. Um, are two Zulgat, but they don't look anything like the other Zulgat you've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one thing, their skin is, like, a more bluish gray. Their eyes are more matted black. And uh, also, they have fucking sacks of, like, pus from their throats like they're yeah. frogs. They're ooey gooey. They got pustules all over their body that kind of ooze in mucus and slime slitters from their mouths. They're disgusting looking. And they're kind of croaking to each other, still speaking in undercommon, but like this time with a more like kind of voice, you know, like and um, they're kind of like agitatedly talking to each other. Neither of them are in that weird rune, like semicircle rune that is going on, um, which is kind of one of the corners and they're facing it and they're kind of like croaking at each other. What do you guys do? This is fucked up. Can we sneak past? (laughs) We don't speak the language, do we? No, No. I don't. I wish that we did. I want to know what they're talking about. Mm. Me as well. I think it is completely unfair that people can speak languages that I can't understand specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'll start speaking um, celestial. Hey, hey, hey. Chaos los falsos y limitadit. Mariano, I'm being bullied. Mariano, not trying to say anything in the abyssal. Rayari opens an eye from where they're very dramatically, they've placed the back of their hand on their forehead, opens an eye and says, if you speak abyssal to me, I swear to God, 
I can, I can, I can, I can sense it on you. You are trying to. You are all so very mean to me. Ariadna just keeps smiling. <laughs> uh, you see, as you're like, uh, you're fucking having having this argument. You see that those like ooey gooey zulgat have picked up the zulgat corpse, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. they kind of throw it into the summoning pen again, and it is starts floating midair. And you see its no. arm suddenly spinning around in a circle, and then the arm gets broken, and then tossed right back at one of them, and it like, sh- like the one that threw it in stumbles back and lets it like, and the other one's like, I like them. Okay. What the fuck's happening there? What the fuck? This is like a Gmod moment. Um. Yeah, it was literally hanging in the air like it was being Gmodded around. <laughs> you can see the gravity gun. Um, you can see, by the way, that both these creatures have already been harmed by um, the fucking lava, like pretty badly. Volio, Volio takes out his hammer. He's like, they look weak. Let's strike. Oh, I mean, as long as they don't hit us, I'll be okay. Uh, well, you have magic and that's long range, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, you are all so mean to me. Me and my my sword. Rapier. Uh, would you all like to roll stealth to sneak up on these dumb shits? I yes. Am... Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. This episode is the penultimate episode of The Show Must Go On, which in normal person speak means that next episode, episode 13, is going to be the finale of book one of Extinction Curse. And we are super excited for it. In fact, we are so excited that we've got something real great to give away to you all today. Do you have a dice horde that needs guarding? A dragon could be your greatest ally. We would love to introduce you all to dragon baggins. They're these little dice bags and they're shaped like dragons and you, you put dice in them and ah, they're so cute. Seriously, look them up. Go to google.com and look up dragon baggins and I swear to God your heart will melt. Um, once sworn enemies, adventurers and dragons are forming a new alliance based on the mutual love of hoarding shiny things. To celebrate Dysel Roll doing so great with Extinction Curse, and to celebrate you, and also to celebrate Dragon Baggins, because holy crap, um, we are going to be doing a giveaway this week between episode 12 and episode 13 of Extinction Curse. If you go to our Twitter or our Facebook, you'll find giveaway posts on both social medias that you can use to enter into a great giveaway. Give us a retweet, follow us on our account, like it, even showing us a hard question that might even end up on the show. Each thing you do, whether it's liking, sharing, or otherwise, will be an additional entry into this great contest. The giveaway ends next week, so make sure that you get in now and tell the world both about Dice Roll, and also, again, these really fucking cute bags! On top of the really cute dragon baggin, we're also going to be giving away a set of heartbeat dice and some Dice Roll stickers. With all these things together, you're gonna have one hell of a sweet loot box. So absolutely, go check those out, go join the giveaway, and you know what? Best of luck. And again, holy god, these, these are the cutest dice bags I've ever seen. Also, we've been nominated for the Audioverse Awards, which is like huge. The Audioverse Awards celebrate the greatest people in productions in immersive audio fiction around the world. That's code for they give away prizes to good podcasts, and we've been nominated for an award. In fact, several nominations. Um, so if you love Dice Roll and you love podcasts in general, and you want to like help us get our name out there even more, Voting is now open until Saturday, October 31st 
at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. There's all sorts of amazing shows going up for prizes. The Lucky Die, The White Vault, True Tales of the Illuminati, and way, way more. The more you vote, the better it is for us. So absolutely go check out Audioverse, vote for Dice Roll in all categories that you can to help us win in the categories that we've been nominated for. And also, maybe discover some new podcasts that you're going to love. Go to audioverseawards.net and take just five minutes and maybe just make Dice Roll's year. On top of that, we have a message to read out today. And it's from one of our $7 patrons. If you are a $7 patron, don't forget, you can get stuff read out on the show as well. And this is from Fan Daniel. And it's to Daniel's husband, Casper. They have their eighth wedding anniversary on the 14th of October, which is two days from now. Nice. And uh, you know what, guys? Happy eighth anniversary. I'm so happy for you all. Eight years is a hell of a long time. And I cannot even begin to congratulate you all on having such a wonderful life together. So happy early anniversary. Or maybe if you listen to this episode two days late, happy actual anniversary. That's it for now, everyone. Thank you all so much for coming. Enjoy the rest of the episode, everyone. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. I am choosing. Is it okay if I don't roll and just let them go? Okay, first? they will be flat footed against you, though. Okay. That's fine. I just die, uh, yeah. I want. I- My stupid fucking clown shoes. I got a 12. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> um, Ariadne got a 24. Oh, wait. Wait, where's my stealth? No, nope, never mind. I was looking at my perception. Uh, that's an 18. <laughs> okay. And uh, these guys, they got a... That's a 22. Um, so you guys start, like, and they start fucking rushing at them, and they kind of turn around as you do, and they see you, and they like... And uh, they're going to try to kill you now before you can get the jump on them. Let's roll. Um, so, they got 22 on their initiative. And uh, the first, like, they both kind of stare at you. Um, you can smell that smell. It is so bad. Um, so, uh, one of them is going to rush towards you, uh, and it's going to uh, make an attack towards you, Volio. That is going to be a, as it pulls a dagger on you. That's a 22 to hit. Yes, it hits. Uh, that is eight piercing damage. Um, and you have to make me a fortitude save, because as it stabs into you, you feel its saliva is all over that weapon. Ew. Oh, no. As well, it kinda, that's a 20. Oh, you, it fucking makes you stronger. Um, you are no longer... It counter, somehow, the bile from this weapon <laughs> counteracts the back guano, and you no longer are enfeebled. Oh, oh my god. God. Bulk medicine. How did he get hit by this? And he's like, I'm cured. How It looks up at you, guano? and it like spittles, and um, it's going to stab you again. Oh, actually, that's just really disgusting to think about. I'm not going to think about that anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's gross. Oh. Don't worry about it. 
That's a 26 to hit. Uh, 26, yeah, that hits. Okay, that's seven piercing damage. Ouch, not looking good. Okay. Um, the other one, however, rushes up to you, and as it does, it gets between all three of you, and it kind of like... And it's globules on his body start to shiver and shake and they all explode in this horrible mass. It's fucking... It not pukes all over you, but certainly covers you all in bile. Everyone make me a fortitude save. Mm -hmm. 22. Damn it, 14. Uh, I got a 20. Okay. Okay, so Volio, uh, you fail against this, the others don't, because this gets all over you. Um, there's a lot of ooey-gooey slime on you. You look like you've been um, Nickelodeoned. Um, oh no, not are, Nickelodeon. You are slowed the until the end of your next turn. No! Um, because, oh my god, there's just so much ooey-gooey slime all over you. So sad. Meanwhile, uh, that was its turn. It ran up to you and it used its putrid blast. Ariato, it is your turn. Um, Gross, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, produce flame. <laughs> yeah, so I can shoot him. Punch this Just thing. Are you going to punch him? Yes. Or are you going to... Okay. Oh, you have to make me a fortune save, though, because it is extremely stinky in here. Okay, well, I'm saving that roll because, oh my god. Um... <laughs> my fortitude save is a... 25? Uh, yeah, damn. Okay, yeah, that passes. Yeah, um, that so was the saved roll. And then the punching roll. Okay. Would you like to guess what it was? What was it? Oh, fuck off. Is it not 20? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. Ariana, you fucking fire punch him in the head. Make me attack roll. Or make me a damage roll. That's, uh, what, 2d8 plus 2 charisma? And he's gonna take persistent fire damage. Cool. So... 10, plus my charisma is 14, and then persistent fire damage. 18 damage in total. 18? 18. Well, 10. You, 10 times 2, right? Uh, plus the other 4. Yeah, but, but like, you, you got a crit. Uh, 14 damage then, so that's 20... 28 damage. Ariato, you fucking punch him so hard that he explodes. <laughs> There's a blast of fire and his gross gooey slime explodes and he's just a fucking skeleton on the floor, hissing and drooling. Bleh. She looks at so her sad. fist and she's like, oh my god. Look at you <laughs> you've, won, you've got one action left. What do you do? You could either cast shield or you could roll society to figure out what's up with these guys exactly. Oh, I can do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Who needs a shield? Uh, I'm gonna eat my words. Society check is... It's a 21. Okay. Uh, so, you know that this is a Zulgat bile-bearer. While many Zulgat impose their will by strength or sheer numbers, some resort to more nefarious and grotesque means to take care of matters. The bile-bearer takes its name from its eponymous bile, a putrid substance that oozes from the gills-like folds in its colorful, bulging neck. Ball bears coat their weapons with a viscous substance or secrete a concentrated dose that suffuses the air around them and disables foes. Um, so you know that also that basically these guys, they serve their clutch by kidnapping or slaying specific enemies. They frequently accompany their kin, particularly Zulgat skulkers, who raid rival clutches or intercept foes. Um, 
while a barbarous mode of attack is typically involves sneaking in, overwhelming any guard with a noxious blast, and then turning their attention to the primary targets. Um, so basically, they're assassin, gross poison assassin dudes. Oh, so they're the hitmen. Yes. Um, she turns. She turns to both. <laughs> fucking. She turns to both uh, Royari and Valeo like. There's Zulgap Hitman. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. Um, Except they're know, disgusting. You also know that uh, basically uh, they, their Zulgap Bile will uh, fatigue you and eventually knock you unconscious. Oh, this oh. stuff can knock you out? What? Mm-hmm. If you're not careful, be careful. Oh, it's enough. oh God. Careful around the bile. Apparently it knocks you out. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you might want to wipe yourself down after this is done. I will uh, get this off of me as soon as I kill this motherfucker. Well, you've, you've got two actions and it's your turn. What do you do? Well, I, I keep my promise. Okay. <laughs> and I start raging. Okay. And I hit him. Okay. Really hard. Okay. 19. That is a hit. Uh, and has how much damage? 14 bludgeoning. Okay, he's alive, but barely, as you fucking donk him across the head, and it's this gross squelch, he's like... Well, I do it again. You don't know, you've only got one action. You've only got one action, you've only got one action. He's your slow, remember? Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, The slimy slime all over you uh, stops you from making a negative ill-advised attack, and you start shaking it off, it's gross. Um... Royari, it is your turn. You have two. Uh, you have three actions. There is a horrible, horrible creature here. Uh, will you make me a fortitude save? Okay. Twenty-six. Okay, Royari, you're fine against this bad smell. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. He likes it. That is in fact a crit, Volio. Uh, so yeah, you love it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Royari, it is your turn. You got three actions. The smell is bad. Make me a reflect. Uh, make me a fortune save. Um. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-one. A twenty-one? Uh, yeah. That you're fine. Okay. It smells bad, but you've smelled worse recently. Royari is tired of the disgusting scents in this place, um, and just ign- and simply ignores it. Um, uh, Rayari is going to do cool tricks over here, um, above the other Zulgath uh, bile monster thing. Um, and with the panache that they already had from going last, because, um, you show up, um, fashionably late, right? Um, Rayari is going to, uh, use a panache attack. Okay. Uh, I assume that we already had our weapons out because we knew there was a fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a 14. Uh, so that doesn't do anything, unfortunately. Um, but you know what? I have a giant cock. Um, okay. So I'm going to attack again, so. Go for it. That is a 16 plus 6. That's a 21. 22. 22! That is a hit. Roll damage. Thank you, KK. I don't know math. Uh, that's a nine. Nine damage. That's literally the amount of HP I have left. 
Rayari, how do you do this? Um, Rayari um, watches all of the bullshit happen, um, has their shoes covered in disgusting slime, um, is very annoyed by that, um, stomps over here um, to the other Zulgoth, um, and then just simply uh, stabs into those disgusting sacks and then moves the sword down. You bisect this motherfucker and lets out a fire before you slice it in half. Absolutely disgusting. I hated that. This was disgusting. Uh, give me a moment. Um, and Rayari pulls out a rag and starts cleaning himself off. Volio quickly is like, um, Odd body, hey, presto! And, uh, cleans himself up. Our buddy quickly tidies everyone up, thank fucking god. And you guys are left with that. Um, our buddy lets out a... Thank you, our buddy. for real. Good. I'm so glad we can always count on you to tell us when someone's dead. Any pats, our buddy? And there appears to be... Well, now there's just a semicircle. You don't think cabinet mm-hmm. cash is in it, but that was a weird semicircle. That is weird. What do you do about it? Mm. Um, uh, can Ariado disturb it at all? Sure. Uh, Ariado, do you like lean down to start like rubbing at it? Well, first she's gonna inspect it. <laughs> okay, make me a perception check. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, Ariado, you pause as you're about to check it because there's not something. It's not the runes that get you. It's for a second you hear something. Shuffling footsteps from inside the semicircle. There is nothing inside the semicircle. Did you guys hear anything? (laughs) Um, no, no. But I also wasn't looking as closely as you. Uh, Rayari tries to. Uh, Volia puts on the fucking. Yeah, Rayari tries to listen and see if they can hear the same thing. Make me a. Boyle takes up the check. copper ear. Mm, that is a 23. A 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely hear there's something on the other side of those rooms, but you can't see it. Rayari's like, uh, yes, actually, I heard that one this time. Um, there's something on the other side, but I don't know what. Ooh. Um, I'm also a little afraid to go. In there, considering. Yeah. Should we? Maybe if we tried. Re- oh, I have an idea. Okay. Yes. Uh, Volio walks over and he, he grabs the body of one of these motherfuckers. Uh, Ariado, I um, suggest you come over the corner just in case. Okay. Let's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Volio kind of like swings and like you know how you like. You fucking you have launch you grabbed it. your you friend. Launch your corpse. Yeah. Have you ever grabbed your friend by the arms and, like, swung them? No, um, I, I don't have that strength, bro. I'm sorry for you. Um, but... Volio <laughs> takes him, and he, 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 like, slides him into the circle. Night happens. Hmm. Yeah. Did they do something else? Maybe it was something that they said? Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's some sort of... Oh. Ugh, I hate it when I don't understand things. I don't. It's because it's not a summoning circle. That definitely is. That shouldn't be right. 
Uh, I mean, would you like to make a like? Would you like to make a religion check or a arcana check? Uh, probably religion, because my arcana is yeah, religion check. Twenty-two. It's definitely a summoning circle, actually. Oh, never mind. Uh, it, it is one. It is a su- yeah. It's what? it's a summoning circle. Rayari points at the circle and is like, "What the hell do you do? Why are you?" I uh. Should we mess with it? We don't really want them yes. to summon uh, things, is the thing. Yeah. Ayato, uh, hey, you are the uh, expert on this. I. Uh, How do you disturb one, and is it okay to do so? I, t- I turn to Derry. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you could definitely, like, remove these symbols from the floor. Okay. Uh, I think Ariato like, tentatively goes towards one of the symbols in the corner, and then she just, like, rubs it off with her foot. As you start rubbing, you feel a hand slam around your uh, ankles, and it holds, and you hear a voice being like, Are you okay? There is something holding your leg, and there is something holding your leg. There is something holding your leg. There's something holding my leg. Rolio, it's time time to pull Ariato off of this. Uh, You feel, Ariato, you feel your leg being pushed into the rune to rub it out. To rub it out? Yes, you uh-huh. feel like it's like it's like shoving your foot into the room and like making it stomp on the room. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, is it speaking abyssal to me? Uh, no. See? Make me a society check. You might recognize the language. Uh, 21. It is speaking in Orin, the language of air elementals. Air oh. elementals? Would you like to make an arcana or nature check to figure out what it is? Nature. 18. You know that what this thing probably is, is some kind of strange wind monster. Wind monster? You don't know exactly what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's a wind monster, maybe. Oh. It's still holding your leg. It's like, it's good. It's good. It's good. Miss, Mr. Wind I'm Monster. I'm not interested in anything you're selling. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Mr. Wind Monster, about. we do not want you here. Please get out. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Ariadne, you can feel it's tri- like your the clutch is getting very tight. Ow. Okay. Rayari. Okay. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to take off the circle or not? I do not speak your language, sir. Um, Volio and Royari, would you guys like to make a nature or arcana check? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll roll. Um, because you can see very briefly, as anytime Ariadna feels pain, a vague silhouette of a very tall, very long-limbed person. I roll a six, and that's about what happens. I need to start rolling with my real dice because Roll I rolled an 11. Yeah, you guys don't fucking know what it is. Um, Damn it. But you can tell, Ariato, it seems to be very clearly trying to get you to sh- fuck this circle up. Oh. Okay. Well, she looks up at she looks up at whatever the blank space is and she's like, I'm trying. Can, I'm, I'll destroy the circle. Just let go of me. <laughs> Uh, what, do you do anything other than talk? Because it's still like, You need help destroying uh, it. She takes the other foot that's not being grabbed and fucking destroys some of the other symbols. Uh, it lets go immediately. 
And you are free to like destroy this circle. Okay. Um, I think it like pulls you to be on its side of the circle. So yeah. you're on the inside and you feel a hand around your neck. Okay. And you get the vague, me- the pretty clear message of do it or I will kill you. Holy shit. Uh, Did, you, you know, you, you could just ask nicely. You could just ask I nicely. As she, she says that she's like, you could just fucking ask nicely as she uh, she destroys the rest of the circle. Uh, and then very suddenly it lets go of you and <gasps> it it is no longer touch, touching you. Do you see that like <gasps> silhouette in the air vanish? And you hear now close to you, Royari, in the center room. I don't. I do. You speak Tian? Oh, you hear it now. Or abyssal? Do you speak celestial? Draconic elven common? Why do you say these in their languages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, suddenly you hear... Orisota And Volio, it's speaking celestial to you. Everyone speaks oh! fucking languages I don't understand. And it's like... Wait, you speak celestial? Yes, I do speak celestial. Ah, oh, here we Greetings, go. brave traveler. I have no name, or I was never given. But I know what so I sad. am. An invisible stalker bound here by an ancient summoner as a guard and forced to stay here for millennia. Oh. You have rescued me from my prison. <laughs> You're welcome. You're a little a bit much with say, uh, grabbing my friend's uh, leg. You must apo- I must neck. apologize. I am so fucking frustrated. <laughs> Understandable. The dinosaur folk, the troglodytes who came in here, they would not listen and intended to experiment on my summoning circle. Oh, yes, yes. I will finally be able to experience the world beyond this corner of the room. But as tanks, first, allow me to aid you. Or admit something I shall kill. Oh, can I point at something that I don't know where it is? Can I can I give you a name? He's in this building for, somewhere. I will stay for one fight. Right? What is he saying? <laughs> yeah, but what basically was happening was like, Yeah. Volio switches back to Carmen and he's like, oh, oh, uh, sorry. Um, he's been trapped here for a while. Um, they have been experimenting on his, uh, summoning circle. Very unfortunate. Um, but as a reward for freeing him, he will help us in a fight and kill someone for us. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, so I'm trying to see if we can kill Kabnakash, but not knowing where he is. Uh... We'll find him eventually. Yes. I mean, yeah, if if they're able to stick around for a little bit, then that would be cool. Tell them that we know who, who's in charge of the whole experimenting on the summoning circle thing. Oh, oh and yes, that yes. He could help us <clears throat> by back. killing him? Yeah, and he switches back and he's like, 
I think that uh, it would be in your best interest to kill the person who was experimenting on your circle, yes? You would like that? I stay for one fight, and then I get to experience freedom. Yes, but wouldn't it be a juicy I stay for one fight. You... Oh. Hey. Alright, I heard you. <laughs> uh, well, stay with us, and hopefully we will find him first, and you can get uh, some sweet revenge, and we won't have to fight a crazy fucking priest. I care not for revenge, I care for rewarding you for freeing me. Yes. And then I'm gonna go- Thank you for that. I'm going to go on vacation. Oh, where are you go? I don't know, I've literally only known a corner before. Holy shit, there's more corners. Ustalov is lovely this time of there's year. There's corners I everywhere. I think you'd oh like Oh my it. god. And here's his voice getting quieter, he's like, there's corners. So There's corners everywhere, friends. He's walking away, and as he's, oh. he kind of just vanishes down the corridor. Bitch, come Rare, He's like, what was he even saying, and where is he going? Why, why is Lex he... Next corners. Why... Okay. Uh, mi- Mr. Uh, Airman. Well, uh, hold on. Uh, he will help us for one fight and one fight only. Oh, uh, so, we better find Captain Cash or just waste his, uh, you know... And that's when you hear some noises coming up from the oh. stairs. The, the, is it this? Uh, these stairs? Uh, the stairs that you came from, oh. from downstairs. Hey, no. From these and stairs? starts... Yeah, those stairs you came, like, that you got here from. Over this mm-hmm. way. I'm coming! Um, you hear the sound of people coming upstairs. Uh-oh. <laughs> and you hear... Snarling in Draconic. And Volio. Uh, dinosaurs in love are back? No! Rary's like, let's get behind the corner so they don't see us first. Hide their lovers! Run away! Oh, God. They're um, in love! People in love fight to the death! Come on, let's go! We can't waste <laughs> any time! Oh, <laughs> uh, you're right, they do. I do not like that. And you hear, like, the the fucking sound of their Dynamicus coming up the stairs. They're on their way. What the fuck you guys do? They didn't get into this room or something. What's this? What's this right here? Fuck it. Into this room. There's a brief, like, corner you can hide around. I would love that. Uh, you don't know where the Invisible Stalker went. Oh, God. Where did he go? He's invisible, so we can't really see. Uh, Will we just hide in here or something? There's a there's yes. a room that you can kind of duck into. Okay, let's get okay, Let's duck into the room. Oh, oh, oh the other half. Is there another invisible? Uh, there is a skeleton in this corner of the room, and it looks like it was some sort of summoner. And you get um, the oh, that's why he left. He bound himself by accident. Oops. See. You do hate uh, to see Volio it. Volio takes out the copper ear, and he he, he puts like his ear to the door entrance to see when they've passed. So you guys duck into a room and hide. Uh, it was another summoning room, uh, which apparently is where the summoner of this uh, invisible stalker trapped himself and died. But you hear uh, the others coming out and uh, you hear Gol- like Golgukan Volio, you believe his name was, the dinosaur master. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says... But are we certain that it isn't just them dying from the volcanic eruption? And uh, Lakai Wonfang, the other one, the trap master, she snarls and says, Gogo, can you be still idiot? Don't you understand? They had lacerations and bludgeoning damage on their corpses. 
the slime was destroyed. There was signs of an assault. Uh, someone else is here in the tower. We must ring the gong and gather everyone so that they may conce- con- come down here and find whoever has infiltrated us. And uh, the dynamic sort of roars, and you hear them ducking around the corner. We cannot run from this because if we won't kill them, they will alert the entire tower. Oh, God. Here we go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, and Volio, he steps out of the room. Okay, you step out of them, and you see, like, the tail of the Deinonychus curling around the corner as it leaves. Um, it has turned into, they have gone into what appears to be a large hallway. Uh, do you guys follow them? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Being all cool and sneaky-like. Uh, you kind of turn the okay. corner, and uh, a campfire illuminates this long room and a row of broad square columns bisecting it. Rough pallets for a dozen Zulgat are scattered through this room, and the creature's file stink is strong. And you can see, like, there are hay bales turned around, uh, places for them to sleep. This seems to be their command room. And standing near the campfire is a gong, carved with a shape of an abyssal rune that seems to be of some great religious importance. And now you see three Zulgat commanders. Golkogan, the Dinosaur Lord, and uh, Lekai Wanfang, the Trap Master, stand with their Deinonychus, and before them is another Zulgat leader who appears to be relatively buffer and tougher looking. Um, he is covered in scars, one of his eyes is blind, and he's kind of like chewing the cud at them. Um, there's only two other Zulgat in here, and they're kind of like just lazing about. Um, you can see that they've all taken some damage from the vol- volcanic eruption from earlier. Mm-hmm. And Lekai kind of points at him and says, Ashagit, do not test me. You over, you overstep your power here. Let us ring the gong and gain Kavnakash's attention so that we may turn it onto the creatures that have infiltrated us and may pose certain doom to his plan. And uh, this other guy, who you seem to remember from uh, Beleni's notes, Ashagit, it said that he was a scarred veteran, and certainly he is scarred and maybe a veteran. And he kind of snarls and says, Pathetic green-horned creature, you think that Kavnakash should be bothered because you lost some of your troops to the eruption? Sacrifices must be made in the name of a stronger species. And she uh, snarls and says, It wasn't the eruption. There's someone else in here with us. And uh, Golgukan says, What is it, girl? And uh, the Deinonychus is hissing and kind of like sniffing the air a little bit. And she's kind of moving to the south a little bit. And Ashigate kind of stares and says, Get your pathetic animal away from my campfire. She probably smells my food. And Gogu kind of turns it. Smell your food. She's not here for the food. She smells someone in this room. Would it happen to be us? They turn away. Like they turn around to you, and uh, the Deinonychus continues not facing you. Continues facing the other half of the room and growling. But these, uh, like this five Zulgat in this room, Golgukan, Lakai, Ashigit, and the two warriors kind of like jump up and <laughs> snarl. 
and Ashigit turns and says, Surface dwellers. Hi. You see us, charge. A little bit, yes. It's been long since I've been able to rip into the skin of those who touch the sun. Unfortunately. <laughs> it will be a bit longer. Do you know how many years it's been since I've been able to raid your kind? Pathetic creatures. Mm. And, uh, Lakai kind of spins around once it's... You! You are the ones who killed our brood! Killed your brood? And Gogokan also turns and says, And they're the ones who stole my eggs! Oh, <laughs> oh we did this. Oh, yes, that one <laughs> we did. What do you mean? That one we did. How many eggs on us? Uh, the two of them, like the two, like Lakai and uh, Gogokan are kind of sputtering and throwing accusations. But Ashagit kind of stands strong and he's like, <laughs> You come here to stop Kavnakash. You come here to stop our crusade against your pathetic, soft-skinned kind. Oh, my skin is very soft, yes. Stay moisturized. Kavnakash's cause is righteous. And when he is done, when our cause is true, there shall be none left of you. We shall drive you all to extinction. Ooh. Uh, no thank you, actually. Terrifying, but have you considered no? <laughs> I have never once considered no. It is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> oh, well, uh, here. Uh, no! He kind of snarls and, uh... Lakai hisses and says, You'll pay for ruining my traps and hurting our brood. And Gulgan says, Yeah, you stole our eggs. And the two Zulgat warriors in the back are like, <laughs> And Ashagit stands proud and he says, You will not get to Kavnakash, and we will wipe out your kind once and for all. Unfortunately, I really don't care what you want. Uh, well, he kind of snarls and says, But enough talk. How about you? And everyone, we're gonna have a fucking showdown. Everyone roll some fucking initiative. Sickening. I do not roll initiative. I instead simply am too cool. I roll a 17. I roll 21. 21. Okay, so... Top of the order is Lakai Wonfang, and she kind of hisses, um, and she is going to throw down a snare, um, just kind of onto the floor, and it kind of like seems like it, you don't see where it goes. She just kind of like drops it into the floor somewhere, and uh, yeah. it appears to like just immediately kind of scattering among the debris, and you don't know what that was. All you know that it's here somewhere, uh, and she's going to spend her next section now. Uh, rushing up to uh, not be in by all of you, but to be near Volio. And she like lets out a hissing roar as she bites into you, and that is going to be a 20 to hit. Damn it. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that is going to be six piercing damage. Volio's not looking good. Yep. Uh, that is going to be, I need you to roll me a fortitude save because as she hits you it's very hard this fucking dice is weighted I swear um it's 4 plus 9 is 13 
Okay, Volio, as she hits you, you actually turn off balance a little bit. So you're going to have a minus one to your next attack roll because you are enfeebled for a round. All right. Uh, that is her turn. Ariado, it is your turn. Um, holy shit, the stink is overwhelming. Make me a fortitude save. 23. 23 is a pass. Thank God. Um, you hold your gut and you're ready to kill. What do you do? And now I'm going to make all three of these, uh, all three over here, over by the pillar where I'm measuring. Okay. Golgukan, Deinonychus, and Ashigit. Make me a fortitude save. Uh-oh. Golgukan gets a 12. Ashigit gets a 23. And the Deinonychus gets a 12 as well. Wow. Sound burst. Okay. How much damage is that? 10 sonic damage. Okay. So that's 10. is that full damage to everyone? Except for Ashigit? Uh, full damage and the two who failed get deafened for a round. Ooh, okay, they shriek out, covering their ears. That's not good for the Deinonychus at all. Ashigit uh, kind of stumbles back and sh- uh, he snarls a little bit and says, ah, Wonderful trick, soft skin. Uh, see what I- And then you hear the others going, Ah, oh, my ears! And the Deinonychus lets a shrill shriek. And he's like, oh, For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, she, Ariado sticks her tongue at at the guy who was just speaking, and Ashigit. puts a hand. Yes, and puts a hand on Royari and casts guidance. Royari, you feel a hellish ambience explode into your brain, and you feel powerful. Oh my goodness! Okay, is that your turn, Ariato? Yes. Okay, it's a Golgukan's turn. Um, he's gonna rush up directly towards you, Ariato, and he's gonna try to hurt you. Um, he swings a great axe at you. That is a 27 to hit. Oh my fuck. Okay, that hits. Um, that's 10 damage. He slams you hard. Alright. Um, and I need you to make me a fortitude save as he uh, tries to knock you into the wall and weaken your attacks. 18? 18 is unfortunately a fail. Ariadne, you are enfeebled for a round, which doesn't really matter much for you, but it's not nice. And before he uh, says anything else, he turns to Royari and lets another shrieking roar, and he slams at you, and that is an 11, Royari. That is a crit fail. Oh my god. Um, Okay, well in that case, that's going to be... He accidentally, like, catches his foot on some of that basalt on the floor, and it cuts a gash open in his foot as well, and he lets a scream of pain. He's taking persistent bleed damage now. Hell yeah. Um, not great. Volio, it's your turn. Man, Volio screams out in Celestial. Mr. Air Elemental, it'd be nice uh, for some help. You don't get a reply. (gasps) Volio is frustrated. So frustrated, in fact, that I think he's going to rage. Uh, And he's going to hit the one that is attacking him. That's a 30. That's 20. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god. 13 bludgeoning times 2 is 26. Uh, so, Volio, you turn to Lakai Wonfang, who is, like, like, jabbing at you, and you turn, and you kind of roll your eye, and you crush her skull. And I think, um, you shine, like, as you do this, your magic overloads, and, uh, because you got a nat 20, uh, you start glowing a Technicolor hue, and it starts to dazzle everyone around you. Um, Golgokan is going to need to make a fortitude save. He doesn't... He might not see his... Uh, like, his mate being killed. Oh, shit. 
He super doesn't. He's blinded for a round. Oh my god. So, Vol, you crush Lakai, and she lets out a fire like, before she is destroyed. And before you feel too bad about her, she was also a cannibal and did eat babies. So, like... Oh, Voli doesn't feel bad about anyone. Dinosaurs in love weren't all that romantic. It was still romantic. Well, Golbukan can't see because you start flashing colors like a fucking, like, Roy G. Biv clown. And he's like... <laughs> as he clutches his face. And because, remember, these guys live in caves. Um, yeah. You've one action left. What do you do? I'll hit him too. Okay, go for him. Never mind. That's a seven? Yep, that's a seven. Against this guy, that is just about a crit fail, I'm afraid. Going from a nat 20 to a crit fail. Just do it. Just do it. Oh my god, it's a wild magic card, baby. Just do it. Just kill me. No, uh, I need you to roll me a d100 because it's wild magic time, baby. Okay. 16, 8. I was so close. You were so close. Oh no. Uh, Volio, you... As you miss, your hammer hits the floor, and it's, you're still overwhelmed with magic, and it explodes, mm-hmm. and there's a fireball cast on your space. Uh, everyone needs to make me a reflex save, Golgukan included. Well, uh, okay. That's gonna kill me. Um. That is 100% going to kill me, 17. What is your uh, DC, Ritz? My DC is 19, but it's 18 right now since I'm raging. No, it'd be 19 still. Okay, 19 then, yeah. 24. Uh, that's a 13 plus 12, that's a 25. Okay. Uh, he failed. Uh, Ever- Ariato and uh, Royale, you pass. Volio, so you're gonna take half of 23 damage. Volio, you take the full 23 damage. I'm down. I, I need you to know that I have 22 HP, so half of that is literally the only way that I could have survived that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had 18. <laughs> I have decided that... Oh my god, had you guys... If you guys all failed, this would have been a TPK. Okay, yeah. um... So, Derry, I think I'd like to uh, multi-class into Paladin, please. <laughs> we'll get to that one day, don't worry. Okay. Um, um how, wait, how... How much is half of 23? That's... Uh, 12. 12 damage. It, it, it rounds up? It rounds mm-hmm. up. I kill myself. I'm at 10 HP! I'm at 6. I'm at negative 10. It makes 10. things any better. Go, well, no, Volio, or sorry, Royari, you did take less damage from that. The, as you, like, stumble back, you expect to be really hurt by it, but you aren't. Oh, And you look down, damage. and the Eye of Essence is glowing. Yeah. So, you know, Rayari is laughing. How much less? You take four damage less from that. Hell yeah! This little piece of junk is really helping you out suddenly. Uh, Rayari, uh, Rayari looks uh, down and is like, I take it all back. I'm very sorry I called you junk. Volio, you are unconscious. Ariata, you are hurt. Mm-hmm. Rayari, you are hurt. But the fucking. Golbukan's fucking incinerated. As well as Lakai. Aww. The dinosaurs in love. Took out with they me. got her mate together, smiley face. Oh goodness. <laughs> and um, I think the Zulgat warrior at the back is like snarling. And Volio, you can't see this because you are unconscious, but Royari Nariato, you do see um, this Zulgat crowing. And it like points a spear up. And then suddenly. Please. Please. 
Stair elemental, please. Its neck is snapped on the spot. Yes! And it just kind of like, its neck twists backwards and it just kind of stumbles. It's head, like head going 360 degrees for a few seconds. And then it just fucking flops to the floor, instantly killed. And the other one looks from behind it. It's like, what? and you he- it hears a. Uh, looks like the invisible stalker's here. Um, cool. Couldn't have killed the stronger one, couldn't he? It's the Deinonychus's turn now. Um, the Deinonychus sees that its masters have been killed, and it shrieks out in anger as it jumps towards you, Ariato. Okay, alright. Calm your, calm your fucking dinosaur tits. Um, so it's gonna make a darting attack. It strides ten feet and then makes a strike. So it's one action at a twenty-two to hit. Yes, it hits. That is seven piercing damage. I'm down. Well, three. Okay. Ariato, you are down. Royari, you are the last man standing. Oh, God. Um, uh, Royari is not a healer. Help me. It is not your turn, though, yet, Royari. It is the Deinonychus' turn. It's going to make another attack, this time against you. That is a 18. No, it doesn't hit. Uh, and it's going to make one last attack. That is a 2. That is a crit fail. Okay, and this one... Oh, it rushes... It jumps at you, and Royari, you duck, and it hits the wall, and it fucking knocks itself out. Uh, okay, that's fine. It is unconscious. Oh, uh, good night. Uh, is, yeah, out of sight, out of mind for the moment. Yeah. There's one Zulgat warrior left. Um, it's not paying attention to you, Royari. It's atten- paying attention to the hissing creature behind it. It's going to make an attack roll against it. That is going to be a miss. That's a, yeah, it's a miss. And that one's a crit fail, unfortunately. Yeah, it's very confused. Um, it starts looking around in absolute confusion. It pulled, wait, what? And it is now confused. So it literally has to continue attacking him. It's going to do it one more time. That's another crit fail because it got a two, a 12 minus two, 10. So um, it hits itself instead. As it's swinging its club, it hits itself and it takes enough damage to kill it. It fucking kills itself. <laughs> it's swinging its uh, thing around looking for this invisible creature. And then it fucking hits itself in the head by accident, and that's enough to take it down. So fucking so, funny. Royari, while you are the last on your side standing, mm. Asher is the last on its side. It looks around and it snarls and says, You put up a good fight, surface dweller, but I will eat your organs like dessert. Uh, I think that's fucking disgusting. Thank you very much. Um, um, it, he charges you, uh, Royari. Mm-hmm. As he rushes you, um, that is going to be an 18 against you. Uh, nope. And he makes another swing with his great axe. That is an 8. Mm, that's a crit fail. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. You might pull this off. Jesus. Okay, and that is... Oh my god, he sprains himself. Uh, as he swings his arm, he kind of shrieks out in pain and suddenly clutches it. And you get the feeling, Rory, he's been out of combat for so long that he hasn't really... He's, like, not in the game. Okay. And he, like, shrieks out in anger and says, Yeah, skin, 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 sky. Uh, I do not 
speak that language, unfortunately. And even if I did, uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Royari, you have three actions. You have panache. Uh, Volio and Ariato are both down. You know the invisible stalkers in this room. What do you do? There's only one of the Zulgat left. Uh, Rayari is going to attack them in front of them. Uh, they're going to use a panache attack, just like a regular panache attack, not a finisher. Okay. Thank you. That's a 13. A 13 is unfortunately a miss. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. 13 plus uh, 6 is a 19. That is a hit. Okay. Good lord. He takes how much damage? 11. You s- swing into him and you cut through him and he lets a shriek as you open up old wounds and he stumbles back and looks up and says, I dare you to try that again. Okay. Rayari looks at the Zulgoth and says, uh, why don't we take a break? A breather, you and me. <laughs> and they twirl, they twirl like a lock of their hair. Make me a fucking diplomacy check. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. Okay, a 16 against this guy's will save. Holy shit, that is literally just it. Ashley gets snarls and he says, gross. <laughs> I am not gross, how dare you? He's taking, he's bun mode. And you have panache. Okay. Volio, you are down. Uh, I need you to make me a flat d20 check. You got it, chief. That is a 17. Volio, you are stable. You're wounded, but you're at zero HP. You're just unconscious. Sickening. Uh, So you aren't getting up, but you aren't dying anymore. Although you do have the wounded condition, which isn't great. Nice. Ashagit is like cackling. uh, And then he kind of glances over Royari's shoulder. And he sees the unconscious Dynamicus being picked up, and then the neck snapped. Oh god! And he snarls as, what the fuck? And then he hears a whispering in the wind as something slurks behind him and whispers, Which you presume is some sort of threat for having, impri- like, not freed it from its prison. Ariado, it is your turn. You need to make me a flat d20 check. 10. Okay, Ariato, I think that is literally the lowest number you could have gone away with. You aren't dying anymore. You're just unconscious. You're at zero HP and you are on the floor, but you and wounded, which isn't great, but you aren't dying anymore, which, you know, is good. It is Ashigit's turn um, as you two are on the floor and Royer is having this one last duel to protect you from dying. He snarls and says, I will not go down to putrid creatures like you. I will let the invisible stalker take you, but never you, surface dweller. <laughs> that Okay, Royari, well, that's a 21. Uh, that just barely hits. Okay, that's 13 slashing damage, uh, Royari. Okay. How much HP do you have left? One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fucking lucky. Oh. Holy shit, you're lucky. <laughs> oh my god. I'm talking to you, Derry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm also very lucky. <laughs> well, um, it's going to try again. He snarls and swings at you a second time, and this time that is a 10. That's a crit fail. Oh my god, he accidentally flings his weapon across the room, and you see it being caught in the air, and just like... 
floating there. And oh. another, and he lets out a like, shriek of anger. And he's going to make one last attack as he goes for your throat, Royari, with a jaw attack. That is a two. Mm, also a crit fail. Uh, he overextends. He is flat-footed against you. Which he already was because of the Invisible Stalker, but you know what, Royari, it's your turn. It's you or him. What do you do? Uh, uh Royari's gonna straight up use a finisher. Um, because... Okay. Because that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Make me that attack roll. Uh, that is a 16. Because he is flat-footed. Yeah. Okay. do hit. Well, uh, it's a 16. Um, and I'm gonna roll damage. 10 damage. Royari? Mm-hmm. How'd you do this? Uh, Royari, uh, left essentially cornered. Two of their friends passed out on the floor, literally barely standing. Um, looks back at the Zogoth, um, after making a kissy noise at him and says, mm, I changed my mind. I think this relationship is over. And fucking stabs him through the heart. Royari, you hear through this guy? He lets out a screaming roar as he falls to the floor. He twitches and he says, No! How? Who could this be? Bested by a surface dweller? Yeah. Yeah, you were. (laughs) (laughs) And Royari, he goes down. I'm gonna give you a hero point for saving the other two's lives there. That was way too close. (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) Royari... Um, looks at the others and kind of drops to onto their ass and rubs hands down their face and says, um, uh, I, I, unseen stalker man person, I, I cannot speak celestial or foreign, but the one person who current in this group is currently on the floor. Please help. <laughs> the old bully was like... Uh, Royari, you see uh, Ashigit's body being raised up a little bit, and then his neck snapped. Oh. He's dropped. Okay. Well, uh, I'm just going to... This guy's s- having fun. I'm just going to sit here and <laughs> let that happen and hope to God these two wake up because I have all and fuck that I can do. I think after a few minutes, Royari, uh, you see Volio and Ariato slowly coming to their senses. You're all at one HP. <laughs> Literally all of you are at one HP. Volio opens their eyes, they look around, and they're like, Oh, I finally died. Yeah! Yeah! You did! I hate this place. I hate this place. I hate it. I hate it. Everything about it. I hate all of it. Do you hate the fog that's slowly rolling in? Is it fucking what? There's fog. Yeah, that's it just. Never ends. It, it never, never ends. ends. There's just fog going through here now. I wish. You guys are kind I of was, like. Fucking I wish the moss would come back. Please. Me too. It was so tasty. Volio, as you're sitting there, you hear the invisible stalker and it kind of whispers into your ear and says, One good fight. One good fight. Thank you so much for your help. Before I leave, I have a single question. Yes? Are there corners outside? So many. Sick. And then you hear, like, as the invisible stalker, grateful for your help, leaves you to yourselves. Mm -hmm. 
going to have so much fun out in the world. Oh. Wait until he figures out that they're outside corners rather than inside corners. You hear a voice going, yes. holy shit, it's Celestial. <laughs> well, that's good for him, and that's all well and good, but I am in so much pain right now, and there are corpses littering the floor! I have two minor healing potions. And that's what it. if we stayed here, and we just healed? Six You literally don't think that's actually possible. Uh, here's the thing. Remember the volcanic eruption? Uh, would you guys like to make a perception check? Okay. See what might be yes. in this room? Because this seems to have been their, their place. 20. If they don't have fucking potions, I swear to God, I rolled a 26. 18. Fellas, you find the single best thing you could have found right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a medicine cabinet by the gong. Stop! I'll cry! Ariato fucking rushes to it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Make me a perception check, as you're running, Ariato. 27. Okay, you almost... You you don't step into Caltrop trap that Lakai drew down. Okay, hello. Oh, I think... <laughs> you're running, and then suddenly out of Florida spikes. And you're like, I think what happens is the spikes appear, and then she immediately just, like, twirls on her fucking on the balls <laughs> of her feet and then she goes the opposite direction and then starts running again does <laughs> a fucking sidestep and you do see that there are some potions here oh my god oh my god oh my six of them fucking god six we, potions we have eight potions now that I know of six moderate healing potions we have moderate healing potions on my two minor ones. <laughs> um, it seems that this may have been Sick literally just to keep Zulgat, who got hurt, healed so that they could, like, continue doing their duty. This was their um, infirmary. Oh my god. Would you guys like to start drinking some fucking healing potions? Yes. yes. like, yoink. Okay, there's six of them, so that's... Between you all, that's two each. Two each. Uh, would everyone like to roll 68 plus 20 hit points? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Take them from one HP each. Well, I'm at max HP. Thank fucking Christ. I'm also at max HP. Uh, I'm not at max, but I'm good. You still have two healing potions left from Ariato if you'd like. I have two minor healing potions. They're a D8 each. That saves them. Okay. I am fine. I'm good. We will save them if we need them. Okay. Keep them on hand. Okay. Yeah. If something goes bad and uh, and one of us falls again, uh, we will uh, simply force feed them the potion, and uh, that's that. That's our last remaining uh, ball of protection. <laughs> Buddy, what seems to be the problem? Is it all the dead bodies? There's many of them. They're floating over the snap necks. <laughs> there are like. There are three, there are four snap necks, man. Odd body is appreciating art. That being said, as the fog is kind of churning, you guys do see that there is a doorway which seems to lead into a stairwell that leads to the top of the tower. Who wants to go snap our own neck? Let's, let's just, let's go fucking find a crazy priest and kill him. For fun. That would be good. Uh, for fun and also sweet, sweet vengeance. I... You know what? You know what I would like? 
You know what? You know what I'm very excited for. Going home. Performing. Doing more <laughs> performing like people in the circus do. I, I can't wait to go back to the camp and have food. I'm going. I want food. I can't wait to pull the axle oh again. Oh God, I can't wait either. I want food. I want to see Scarlet. I want to work on this fucking mask when I get back. I just... Oh, I want to see my little robots. Oh, God, I forgot about him. Oh, God, I hope Axel's okay. I've not stopped thinking about him. I hope I... That's fair, actually. Where are we so... Okay, I think I've... I, I think I see where we're supposed to go, actually. As you start making your way through the fog, there, standing, looming, by a stairwell up, is the way to the summit. <gasps> is that the gong? This is the gong. Yeah, you do see the gong <laughs> this now. This is the gong. That had Ashigit rank, maybe he wouldn't be dead. Well, it's just too bad, isn't it? You guys want to head up the stairs? Mm-hmm. I want to ring it as like a mm-hmm. warning, as like a, <laughs> we're here, bitch, but Absolute, there might be other people in here, so I'm not going to do that. not, Ariado. We are not, I'm not risking dying. Listen, we make our entrances... Very flashy. We can do that with... <gasps> Let's do a formation when we get in there. Okay, okay. okay. You can stand on my shoulders and be very tall. I like the idea of that. <laughs> have we Have we ever practiced that one thing where we all stand on... Where, uh, like, Volio, you're at the bottom, and then Rari, you're on their shoulders, and then I'm on your shoulders. And then we all do, like, a collective cartwheel. You can be the star at the top of the almost tree. Yes. But at the same time, have we done? Have we ever practiced that whole collective cartwheel thing? Uh, we have like, before. Nope, let's do it now. Okay. <laughs> if it succeeds, we're doing it at the, it, during the performance. That's what I've okay. decided. And if anyone tries to stop me, I swear to God. Would you guys like to head up? Yeah. You go in, and as you make your way to the top, you like are all preparing to like. Haha, let's do it, let's joke around. But then, when you actually get there, suddenly, all of that humor and, like, will to joke vanishes. Because, my god, a sun-shaped platform of marble rises ten feet above the flat mud brick summit of the Aaron Tower. Four large columns support another marble slab over a circular staircase in the centre of the tower summit, but there are no walls, so the open-air platform provides a commanding view of the Isle of Aaron, the inner sea, and the Isle of Cortos to the south. A blazing ball of light, three feet in diameter, swings around the tower summit in a lazy circle, never approaching closer than within 40 feet of the tower, causing shadows to spin across the marble. The stars sparkle in the sky and the moon casts a waxy glow on you all. But the orb, the orb provides a bright light but no heat. Instead you feel a soothing feeling of growth and life emanate from it. On the platform, a small heap of ripped nets, broken poles and other debris is surrounded by several charcoal marks of geometric shapes. And while you see this 
orb, which you know, even though it is dying, it is beyond beautiful. But that's when you look down at the rest of the platform and you see them. There are four Zugat warriors, all of whom are grabbing their spears. And they, like, kind of point them at you in confusion, not really sure what to do. But you don't look at them. You look at what appears to be their leader standing at the very top of the summit. It's his back to you. And beside him, you see a huge dinosaur-like creature with a long, sharp beak and wings like a bat. You believe it's a pteranodon, just from a look. But the hulking creature, who has runes carved into his body, spines of bone, and a club, the stone hammer that you were warned about by Beleni. He turns to stare at you all with a curious but grim eye, one eye glowing with demonic power, as he snarls. And for a moment, you stare at Kavnakash, and he stares right back at And here, as the Aeon's Tower is illuminated by the light of the Aeon Star, you know that, one way or another, destiny takes a hold of you all tonight, whether you like it or not. This episode of Dazzler Roll would not have been possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. Dennis FFX, Eva, Chris Lutman, Hiku, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Dan Sanchez, Sean C, Fan Daniel, Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Elizabeth, Danny, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Korn, Emlyn Oderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66Seeker, Leon, Tyler, Dame Valerie the and Sierra. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash diceroll and see what you can get for supporting us. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.